Any of you pricks move, and I'll execute each and every last one of you. I move. I'm going to grab Spark and throw him behind the bar. <laughs> he staggers back from your cut, reaches into his pocket, and pulls a detonator in hand. I got a nat 20. I'm going to shoot his damn hand off. <laughs> <laughs> and who might you be? Nero Volantis, of course. You are solvers of problems, yes? That's exactly what we do, and I hand him a card. The downside kings have a problem that might need some solve. Welcome, one and all, to the Die by the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us on our space adventure. I'm John, and I'll be jamming this game. I'm Brent. I'm playing Sparks, the Ahsoki mechanic. I'm Jessica, and I'm playing Noemi Domash, the Lashunto Technomancer and Captain of the Gep. And I'm Lisa. I play Kurslavana, the Vesk Soldier. Tom is out for the week, but he'll be joining us again next time. You have very eventfully spent the last hour or so waiting for Jakar to free up, and by now you should be able to head back to her veterinary clinic and have a word with her if you like. Uh, yeah, sounds like a plan. So away we go? Yes. Okay. Sorry, there was a bug on the table, <laughs> and I don't know if I got it. It's like a little flitty, natty, jumpy bug. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it was distracting. Mm, yeah, scientific name, flittiest, nattiest, jumpiest bug. <laughs> well, he's in Starfinder, so it's space. <laughs> space, flittiest, nat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you arrive back at the veterinary clinic, and... Walking inside, you don't see any sign of the illithid or whoever Jakar's patient was prior to that. The door to the actual, like, doctor's office part of it is open, and you can hear Jakar moving around in there once you enter. The door so said closed on the front of it, the front door, uh, but it wasn't locked or anything as you went in. Kerr, I'll let you lead the way, since you know Jakar. Okay. I'll call out Jakar. Is now a good time? As any, I suppose. You are going to hurt your throat. With so that. what brings you to my neck of the woods? And why now, Kurt Sylvanen? I heard you had a shop down here. I thought I would reconnect. And what, chit-chat about old times? Originally, we had a medical issue for you, but since seeking you out, that has been somewhat resolved. Oh, let me actually re-describe Jakar because it's been a little while. Jakar is a female Vesk. She stands just over seven feet tall. She has mottled green scales and bright red scaled highlights on her cheeks and going down the, the sides of her neck and tail. She also has a big X-shaped scar that crosses from her temple to the opposite cheekbone in either direction across her face. Kerr, you recognize this scarification as a symbol of exile from the Viscarium. She looks down at you, Sparks, and says, Well, I'm glad it all got cleared up. Is there anything else, then? Well, we've recently added a med bay onto our ship, um, but we don't currently have a medic. I don't know... I, I see currently you're working as a, a, a vet, but... I, I have it on good authority from Kerr that you have worked on on uh, people before. I'm trying to think of a fancy word for like all <laughs> whatever we are. Yeah. Uh, sapience is general. Sapience, is sort thank of the you. general term for it. Yes. 
I, I heard that you you have experience with sapiens. Oh, so Kerr's vouched for me then, huh? I'm not interested. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate your time then. It, uh, Kerr, have you had done all the chit-chatting and following up you would like to do? I suppose so. Until next time. Well, you guys are just going to give up that easy? Come on, lady, look at yourself. Look at this spot. What's what's holding you here? Well, when you get blackballed by the Viscarium, there's not a lot of above-board work for a surgeon. So you stoop to this? I mean, I'm sure you do fine work. I'm not putting that down, but come on, you you can do a lot better. The downside kings pay all right. They do some good for the community, despite their reputation. Yeah, we saw a little bit of that earlier, huh? They were a little slow to respond, but yes. You might want to be aware your neighbor across the street had some unexpected visitors. I don't know if this will affect you at all, but you might as well know. Wounded in their number? I don't remember. Were they dead or were they wounded? Uh, I'm pretty sure anybody that got wounded was dead. Might have been a little of column A, little of column B. I think all the androids were dead. What about one of the guards? Well, he if was... nothing else, there's definitely some customers that were in there that were hurt, too. So. Two, two died, one lived. So I believe there were two wounded. One of them was guarding the door ineffectively, and one was a patron. If they're serious enough to need my help, then I'll be finding out about it soon enough. It sounds like you might have a late night, then. If there's nothing more, I, I suppose we can leave you to your work. But, you know, keep us in mind if you ever decide to give up the vet clinic. Give her another card. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a lot of use out of those business yeah, cards. Yeah, right? <laughs> Starting to run out. We're going to have to order some more. <laughs> SpaceFistaprint.com yeah, right. <laughs> Freelance problem solvers? What's this? That's what we do. Gordian Solutions. Yeah, the uh, Downside Kings might do some good work, but, uh, you know, so do we, and it's not, well, here, as he's, like, looking around, kind of... <laughs> I would not so flippantly, if I were you, insult my, my accommodations here. While standing in my place of business. It's not so much this, it's just, you know, the neighborhood in, in general is a little, uh, a little rough. Don't you come from, like, the Sixer? Sixer district? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the, like, lowdown or whatever it was called. <laughs> yeah, the lower north side six district. <laughs> well, that's the dock side. It's, it's part of the arms. They're a little bit upscaler compared to the... I mean, on the Absalom social hierarchy, arms are above Spike. Yeah. Mm. Still, should you ever want to practice your craft in a different way again, we are offering you the opportunity, should it interest you. So can you say that? Uh, we're not a visual medium here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to turn to go. All right. She kind of grunts and doesn't really give you a, a goodbye or anything. I, I sort of under my breath to her, I'm like, did you guys not leave on good terms? Lisa doesn't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is just Vesk normal socialization. You can make a sense motive check if you like. I don't have it trained. That's you don't fine. need it. Okay. 16. You don't recall any grudge back when you were soldiers? You left the 
Vesk military prior to like last seeing her. So it seems like something may have transpired kind of on her end. The scar showing her exile from the Vescarium might sort of be an indicator of her. She didn't resentment. have that when I knew her last? No. Oh. Well, that explains a you lot. You served together in the Vescarian military. <laughs> now she is no longer welcome. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Sparks and Noemi, what are your doings? You're both kind of just standing there <laughs> staring <laughs> off. And- <laughs> <laughs> I obviously, I follow Kara, that's why I was, I was asking Kara if they left on, left on poor terms, but... Okay. Um, so I guess on the way out, Sparks will just say, look, I, I didn't mean to insult anybody, it's just you know, I can tell you, you look like you do good work. So, uh, you know, if, if you want, we could really use your help. And he just kind of shrugs and starts to walk away. Okay. What's your charisma, by the way? I'm curious. Pretty low, actually. <laughs> uh, ten. <gasps> Me too. Fourteen! Hey. I did it so I could get, like... Command points? Yeah, like intimidate mm. and bluff and all that fun stuff. <laughs> As you're walking out of Jakar's office, Noemi, your calm chirps. Uh, it's Kritka giving you a, a call. Okay. I will I will uh, step out of the vet's office and answer. Noemi, hey! So, there seems to be something going on in the eye, and it's kind of cut short my whole sightseeing tour. I was wondering if I could start loading my stuff into your ship. Um, I don't know that the ship's ready. Um, let me get up there and... and uh, find out because i don't know when we're gonna be heading out next so it may be some time we we don't have a job right now oh okay well it'd be nice to at least it's just kind of sitting in my hotel room right now i'm i'm used to staying on ships and if i can avoid spending all my my spare money on hotel accommodations then that would be wonderful you know that that makes sense um you know let me go ahead and and call the gep and uh talk to Renault. 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 Oh, and talk yeah. to Renault. Renault's the car company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me call <laughs> <laughs> Let me call ahead to Renault and let him know that you're gonna be on your way. Great, thanks. Click. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you do in movies. Like no yeah. one says goodbye. <laughs> so then I'll pick up my comm, call Renault, describe Kritka to him, and uh let him know what to expect. Spare me. <laughs> He says, uh, we have to have a new crew member then. Yes. Um, she's a friend of my sister's, and I think she she will add to the to the crew. Okay. Uh, wonderful. Then I'll, uh, I will make arrangements of that for you, Captain. I appreciate it, Renault. Couldn't do it without you. And, all right. Uh, I will see you when you return to the ship. Yeah, the, right now we're not sure when it'll be, so don't expect us any time. But I'll I'll give you a call before we come. Uh, as you like, Mom. And cut the con. So many NPCs. <laughs> you keep having your voices today. Yeah, I keep you on your toes, huh? <laughs> You're like, who am I today? <laughs> I will powwow with my crew and ask how they feel about doing work for the Downside Kings. Because it's not something that I'm really chomping at the bit to do. Mm. Nor am I. Although we have, let's see, okay, so 
what direction can we go with this? Because we have a plot hook for the Downside Kings. We have... All right, hold on. Can you... Not call it a plot hook? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, can you have this conversation in character? So... <laughs> My character deliberately doesn't talk much and wouldn't be a part of this conversation. I'm just trying to summarize for Lisa's brain. Okay. Because I, what other thing do we have? Well, because we're, we're waiting for Dragon Lady, but that's on her. Well, we could check at the office. There, or does the does the, do the messages go straight to my comm? No, you don't have them forwarded. Presently. Okay, wow. so we could go back to the office and see if there's any new messages. <laughs> All right, we've been handing out a lot of cards lately. Wait, we have to do every single message because I want to make John do every voice. <laughs> you have thirty-seven yeah. new messages. <laughs> so we're leaving the um, down part. The spike? The, the spike. spike. Yeah. So we're leaving this spike and we're going back to the office. I might just jump in and recommend maybe let's not completely ignore the gang leader who's, I think, expecting us. It's one thing to go and say, you know what, we're not interested. It's another to just walk away. He didn't expect us, though, did he? I think he invited us to come talk to him. He did. He ex basically explicitly said, once you're finished talking to your friend, then come, over come see me. Oh, then yeah, we should well, do that. Yeah, I guess we should meet with him, even if it is just to let him down and, and mm -hmm. you know, say we appreciate his interest in our business, but we're not sure if we have the same yeah. moral compass. I mean, that's a pretty serious bridge to burn. Fair, because we do want to be able to come down here. Mm -hmm. Mostly we I'm concerned with just not getting hunted down by gang members. Yeah. yeah maybe we, we could we maybe not him. turn him down, maybe say not at this time. Something like that. <laughs> Very <laughs> diplomatic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's fair. I think, I think that we should at least give him an, you know, he's, he's allowing us an audience, mm -hmm. so we mm -hmm. should respect that. No, I, Sparks, you're, you're very wise. <laughs> God help us if I'm the wise one. <laughs> right? I'm going to let you lead. You've got the 14 You have now. higher wisdom than I do. <laughs> uh, oh, shoot. All right. We're in real trouble. <laughs> oh, God. How am I driving this thing? <laughs> All right. Do we know where to go? Did he give us yes, directions? Yes, he, he told you where to where okay. to meet him. Okay. So we will go and present a united front to Nero. And by united front, meaning I'm going first. I'm in the back. No, I'm in the middle. <laughs> Someone might get shot in the back. <laughs> As you're heading toward the address he gave you, Lycos Nine sort of steps uh, steps away and makes a a quick calm call. He comes back and says. Uh, I have some urgent business I need to attend to. I will rejoin you uh, when I'm finished with it. Fair enough. Just let us know. Give me a calm. I will. I'm making up new lingo, man. <laughs> Give me a calm, yo. Clean right out. <laughs> urgent <laughs> business. That's like when you I go on a go. bad date. <laughs> <laughs> Was he like on a really bad date and so he had this friend call? <laughs> like this is his way out. Yeah, ooh, sorry, I gotta take ring. Oh, hello? Yes, I'm on my way. <laughs> I have to go wash my cat. <laughs> What's that, boss? Yeah. The work is on fire. Oh no, I'll be right there. Did you notice I did the modern phone to your ear? You not did, the, yeah. <laughs> not the old-fashioned. Old, yeah. yeah, oh man. That For those who can't see us, we're holding our hands <laughs> to the side of our heads like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate the attempt at Tom voice. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, actually. 
We should have just had him call in and just do that one before. I'm probably going like, to edit, get edit some edit from him and go. just sort of superimpose it in. All right. so We are on track to that. Yep, we sure are, are really not. We keep getting distracted by the silliest things. <laughs> so we are going to the office of the leader whose name I totally remember. Nero, Nero something. Volatus. Volatus. So the office in question is actually a, a ground vehicle's like mechanic shop. Hmm. Cliche, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> As you walk through the garage, you can hear the sound of like light industry going on. There's a couple of ground cars that are being worked on. Mm-hmm. You can see a gnome and a dwarf both kind of under the hood. Some like sparks flying out as they're mm-hmm. welding something under there. Uh, the the smell <laughs> the smell of burning metal and uh, oil and lubricants just kind of permeates the area. Mm-hmm. It's hard when your name is Sparks, because then anytime he says Sparks, I'm imagining what? like little rats <laughs> flying <up. laughs> At the back of the garage, there's a very heavily built human mm-hmm. who is like eyeing a lot of you. Okay. Before we get too much further, mm-hmm. I have... Oh, I just realized that. Brent is doing Sparks voice. I have one very important question to ask. Please because do. Because this changes everything about my perception of this shop. Can I make a... Or do I have any sense of whether this is a totally legal and very much above board chop shop? Or is this Fast and the Furious and it's a speed shop? Ooh. Okay, refresh for memory. It's been a while since I saw Fast and the Furious. Speed shop? Yeah. Come on, say speed shop. What do you mean What do you mean by speed shop? Like, are they tuning up the cars and it's a street racing thing? Or is it like they're pulling them apart and just like they stole them, strip them down and sell them? No, this seems more like the latter. Okay. It seems like a legitimate business that this mobster seems, that op, uh, operates out of. Okay. Okay. Could Just be money laundering. <laughs> could be. Could very well. Could very well be that. You wouldn't typically see a mechanic shop with an armed bouncer effectively towards the mm-hmm. the office of it. Yeah. But as you walk forward, he says, "The boss expecting to see you," and <laughs> steps aside from the door. Huh. <laughs> I'll open the door. The room beyond is appointed kind of gaudily. So where Evala had elegance, this one has, it's like gilded. You can see there's a golden statuette and it's just kind of like low class money Mm -hmm. kind of all around. There's a certain last name stamped on the outside of the building. There's a golden toilet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's not get that crazy. He's He's a gang leader here. I'm involved with this. What were you guys thinking? <laughs> he sits behind a desk and looks up from a vid screen mm-hmm. and says, mm, Yes. Oh, very good. Thank you for coming to see me. I was worried that you would just scamper back to your homes. Uh, where is the other one, the light man? Uh, he had other business to attend to. <laughs> what business could be more important than this, huh? I agree with you, but, you know, I, I can't force him to come. All right, all right. He's he's not causing trouble here, no? Of course not. Lycos 9 would never cause trouble here. Not for you, Nero. This this is good, then. Please, sit, sit, sit. He motions to a pair of chairs on the opposite side of his desk. I am standing behind the captain's chair. Perfect. Then I'll take the other chair. So... The problem that we are having is one of a certain item of mine has been acquired by people whom I would not like to have it. Namely, 
station security. The members of my organization are are somewhat known by Absalon Security Corps, and this this makes the reacquisition of this particular object very difficult for us. However, and Noemi slowly nods, but is <laughs> freaking out in her mind. Nothing. <laughs> neutral, neutral poker face. If you would be willing to reacquire this object for me, then you would be. Doing a great favor for me, not only personally, but also for the kings as a result. And you will be compensated for this. Freelance does not mean free. Truly. Um, this would put my team and my business at great risk. I, I, I really am going to have to consider this. Well, consider it is not only credits that I am offering to you for exchange for this. I have access to a certain amount of hardware that I would be able to make available to you if you were to accept this task. Hardware, you say? Speaking his language. (laughs) Indeed. Security forces frown upon certain items and upgrades, and I have been able to acquire some of them in my legitimate business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you would do this thing for me, then these things would be made available for you. Sparks kind of slowly turns to eye the others. <laughs> eh? I, I think we're going to definitely have to discuss this with my other business associates. Well, let me... May I show you the the things I have on offer for you here? Yes, please. Oh, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> yes, please. Please, please, come with, come with. And he steps up and goes through the door you just went to. He leads you back through the garage to a, like a tool cabinet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he opens it up and then presses the back of the cabinet and it opens to a staircase hidden going down to a basement. Cool. Uh, he leads you down there, and there are crates and boxes piled up along the outskirts of the room, and one has kind of been set up to serve as a, as a table, more or less, in the center. Mm-hmm. He goes over to it and hauls a few cases on top of it, opens them, and shows you the contents. In this one, I have some cybernetics. Upgrades for fun and also good use. Uh, these, dark vision capacitors. Hmm. Cyber eyes that you see in dark. <laughs> Sparks just kind of like taps inside of his head. He's like, I kind of already got that. What else you got? Well, how about the dragon gland? That I do not have, I don't think. What's it do? <laughs> he says, <clears throat> This one is acid. A little bit of minor surgery, and you may breathe a cone of acid. Cool. <laughs> and I like. Under my breath, sparks. I'm like, he's not going to show us this stuff for free. You, <laughs> you realize what you're getting us into. We haven't committed to anything yet. <laughs> we we're browsing. Have. We're browsing. The, or perhaps a, sus- a speed suspension upgrade. Leg muscles. Ugh. So during gap technology, <laughs> but a little bit of cybernetics, and you go very fast. Or perhaps. And he opens up another case. Inside that case, you see a bandolier. Mm-hmm. It says, this hybrid technology, magic and tech, 
an AI within covers what is stored inside. Hmm. Hold weapons, armor, or not armor, but ammo, and reaches into a small pouch on it and pulls out a pistol too large to fit in said pouch. Cool. <laughs> that is actually pretty awesome. <laughs> weapons of all types, and he resheathes it back into the pouch. Hmm. And kind of gives you like a little knowing nod. Curve. <laughs> like my dashko would fit in it. <laughs> I do believe so. Let me double check. If my dashko don't fit, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> also, quick aside, while he's looking that up, I don't know if Kerr would be in on this mission. I'm pretty sure she's kind of neutral about the whole thing because you have to have pretty moral flexibility kind of thing to do our kind of work. Mm. But personally. It's a heist mission! <laughs> it's a heist, guys! But it's against Absalom security. But it's a heist! I love heists. <laughs> so, you can make a engineering or mysticism check to kind of identify some information about the bandolier. Engineering. Can I do? Uh, you, need to have, you need to have either of those trained for that. I have engineering. engineering. Then, yes, you may. Seven. Nope. Huh. Well, That's going to be, I think, 19 total? E yes, 19 total. And all mysticism for 16. Okay. So each of you know that the efficient bandolier can hold one of each of melee weapons, small arm, long arm, heavy weapon, and explosives. Ooh. And also can house up to one bulk of ammunition and batteries. Whew. That's a pretty sweet little gizmo you got there. <clears throat> Sorry. Sparse voice. That's a pretty sweet little gizmo you got there. Yes, it's very useful. Uh, perhaps something like this is more your intention. And he opens up a rather small case about the size of a a deck of cards. And inside is a badge that's shaped like a snowflake. You can see little wisps of condensed water vapor kind of radiating off of it. It says, this is weapon fusion. If placed on weapon, it imbues it with uh, the power of cold. Useful for dealing damage to things that are resistant to typical stab or shoot. So if we were to take on this task for you, how, how open is this warehouse to us? Which, this warehouse? Yes. I will give you a selection of two of these objects, or a few others like it, like them. Okay. Mm -hmm. We would need more details about the job before we make our decision. Again, yes. Yes. Again, like I said, this this is if 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 we are cut, this will destroy my business. This is if you are a good worker and as. Efficient and capable as you claim, then if your business is destroyed, there will be other opportunities for you, I am sure. Can you guarantee that? Did you just ask to join the gang? <laughs> <laughs> well, if our business is destroyed, <laughs> get ready to have some face tattoo sparks. <laughs> Hope everybody likes the little Downside King logo. <laughs> let, us, let us cross that bridge when it is come upon. So he's not promising anything. 
Do you think that we should involve Lycos 9 in this decision? I mean, we did say we would consult with them first. And we also now have a new crew member as well. Kritka should possibly be involved. Oh, you know she's game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. Do you think Renault would have any opinion? He wouldn't have to do the physical breaking and entering, but he is definitely an asset that we could use. Yeah, he could probably, like... Because he's, like, in part of the system now, right? He's a literal ghost in the machine, so... I mean, it could be fun. And he might have an opinion (laughs) on this. I'm just putting it out there. I still think we should, you know, retreat, come back with our answer once we have one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It sounds like we need to talk amongst ourselves anyway. Oh, of course. Obviously, Nero, we will keep what you've asked us to do completely secret. Um, but we do need to take this back to our other associates to make sure that they are, uh, that we all are willing to perform this task for you. How much time, um, do we have to make this decision? This is a time sensitive situation. ASC does not understand exactly what they have of mine yet, but... When they do, there will be problems. So what exactly is this item? Once you have agreed to take the job, then more details will become will be forthcoming. Alright, I understand. So we will return to our associates and uh may I have a your comm number? Is that like a phone number? Calm number. How do you your calm means of contacting him? Call the garage. They will get it to me. Okay. Act quickly, though. Remember, it is the early worm that gets birded. <laughs> yep, that's exactly the phrase. <laughs> Don't mock the gang leader. Yeah. Just a just a little. I have more diplomacy than that. I wouldn't snort. Um. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and he closes the cases and shows you out and says. Quickly now. Yes. We'll be in touch. Good. I, I am counting on it. And his, uh, his goon shows you to the door, basically. And we go. All right. Back to the office, then. Gotta, gotta check our messages. Oh, yeah. Get those voices warmed up. Here we go. <laughs> I love this. I'm like, it's going to be zero messages. Yeah. I can feel it. <laughs> We're in the space future, and we don't have forwarded voicemail. <laughs> It's still a little cassette. <laughs> it's on a tape that you can yeah. see rotating. Beep. You have no new messages oh. and no old messages. <laughs> Beep. Well, crap. Well, I guess it's. Um, I we, mean, we got to check on the ship. Weren't we getting repairs or installation? I think we or? already did. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. Um, we can. Maybe meet up with Kritka and let her know. Um, that we're gang members now? <laughs> we haven't been jumped in yet. <laughs> uh, your your comm begins to blink at you. The call from Renault. All right, I'll answer it. Renault? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, there's a monster on board the ship. I just thought you should be made aware of that. Is it a large spider-like person? Uh, just, just, just a moment, please. The, the, yes, that is a fairly accurate description. I believe that's Kritka. Uh, that, 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 
So, so this thing that's in our, our hold is our new crew member? Yes. Uh, this is probably a little shocking to you. I apologize. I probably should have been more explicit about her appearance. Um, but she's very sweet. Um, well, and, and uh, so, I mean, looking at it, thinking of it now, your your description was fairly fairly accurate, ma'am. Uh, I just did not quite expect uh, <laughs> it to be so big. <laughs> fair, fair. She she can be a lot to handle all at once. Uh, would you like us to to come to the ship and uh, lighten the mood? <laughs> well, I have I have. I uh, coded myself off in the bridge and cut the camera feeds to myself, so <laughs> uh, I've, I'm, I'm a little worried. I'm, I, I'm worried what she's doing with no one keeping an eye on her. Renaud, are you arachnophobic? Uh, just a moment, ma'am. I, I do. I, but it is possible. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, we'll be there soon. Uh, p- please do. <laughs> <laughs> to the ship then yep to the gap maybe it's a good thing we didn't give him guns <laughs> yeah Krika would have been a sneer yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm proud to announce captain I have defended the ship <laughs> the first mate oh no <laughs> don't worry everyone we killed the monster that was on the ship <laughs> like, what it's gonna be tough to explain that to my sister mm. so to the ship okay so you get to the ship as you walk into the docking bay, you can see that. No, sorry, you're not only in the docking bay, you have a pool. Well, I was going to say, yeah, because we're in a different place than we normally are. Mm-hmm. Right. So, in the ship's mooring, there are constructions underway. You've commissioned with your newly acquired phones from Avala some of the upgrades to the ship, and they're partially under construction. The construction crew is mostly robotic. A few of the biological construction crew seem to be a little wary of your new crew member who is. Also in the hold with them. The med bay is about 40% fully constructed, and you notice the turret has already been installed and seems to be getting calibrated now. As you walk into the hold, Kritka seems to have sort of taken over about a quarter of the remaining space. There are a number of essentially big suitcases that are laid out around this corner, and there seems to be a partially constructed funnel web in the kind of upper right section of it. Uh, stuck to where the construction's already begun. You can see a poster of a Kicharika in sort of a dramatic pose with... Sorry. You, can you made this up. You have to I know, say no, it. I know. I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm trying to frame it so it's not immediately obvious what it is, but then let that realization kind of dawn slowly, perhaps. Okay. I'm not going to like this, am I? Uh, I feel like it's like a, like a harlequin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Okay. It's a sexy fireman spider poster. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> So, yes, you Live see... Live your dreams, Krika. <laughs> it's a poster of a, of a muscular-looking Kicharika with a fire hose in one of its uh, hands and, like, a, a flaming blaze behind it. Uh, it is clad from, like, on its legs and legs alone in, like, fire-retardant cloth. Why? <laughs> and is looking sultrily towards the, the viewer. And sultry is... A, a spider. spider face. <laughs> Is it a calendar? No, it's like a poster. Okay. Oh, God. So <laughs> it's like 18 by 24. Like <laughs> so it looks like you've been making yourself at home. She turns and sees you come in. She says, oh, yeah, Noemi, very much so. Um, the, I checked the crew quarters. They all seem to be taken. So I didn't really want to 
kicking anyone else out of the room didn't seem right. And also, I didn't really fit great in any of the quarters you have presently. So I figured I would just go ahead and make myself at home. Well, I appreciate that you're making yourself comfortable. Um, kind of a sticky wicket. Um, our computer AI seems to have a bit of, how do you say, arachnophobia? Oh, no! Kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> the poor deer. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, did you explain to him I'm nice? I did, I did, and I think it might just take some time for him to warm up to you, but maybe if you, you know, we could set some time aside that you guys could talk, you could get to know Renault. he's very nice, but he's from a different time, so <laughs> maybe we should explain Renault to her. <laughs> this now? is sounding more and more racist. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> you heard it here first. Arachnophobia is racism. <laughs> a different time. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm kind of dealing with, like, homophobia, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he hasn't seen anyone like you before. So this is kind of a shock to him. Um, you know, I really, I, I apologize. You know, I didn't think about it because obviously to me, this isn't shocking or strange. It's totally shocking and strange. Uh, <laughs> Renault was surprised by all of us when he first met the crew. Yeah, That's correct. In all fairness, he was a corpse. So, yeah. I mean. He was like in a spacesuit in the drift and has been learning about our time and our species and our way of life. So he has some ground to cover. Oh, so he's not really an AI then? Not exactly, no. Okay, more like a... Ghost? A GI, I guess? Like a <laughs> SI, a spectral intelligence. <laughs> there you go. I think he'll appreciate that. So, Don, now go. Now have your two NPC characters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so should I just go ahead and like go say hi to him or... I, that is exactly what you should do it. <laughs> I will go and let him know that you're ready to meet him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll go and find the... the okay. Where was he? He said he was on the bridge. He's on the bridge. I'm going to go to the bridge. The bridge is locked. Renault. Knock, knock, knock. It's Kerr. You can hear the sound kind of come somewhat muffled from the other side of the door. It looks like he's just using the bridge intercom to speak. Uh, yes. Hold on, let me see if I can... Get back into Renault voice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, Miss Miss Kerr. Can you open the bridge door, please? Uh, our new crew member isn't. Out I'm there. by myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it locks and opens up. Okay. I'll walk into the bridge. It closes immediately behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start just talking to him about the ship upgrades. Try to get him off the whole monster in the cargo bay mindset well the 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 ship's weapons systems have been integrating with the the technicians have been in here and i've been kind of keeping to myself i'm not sure i want to startle them i do not know if they really understand my predicament so i'm kind of keeping quiet keeping a low profile smart Uh, but the weapon systems have been accepting the new turret 
I'm assuming that's your doing. They came in here with their appropriate clearance codes, and I saw no means, no reason to assume they meant ill when they were loading up supplies and weaponry. Yes, turret is good. <laughs> so it, it wants to meet me then. She does. She she meant no harm. She didn't intend to scare you. Well, I mean, I I, I don't know if, if scared is really the, the, the okay. Yes, I'm <laughs> I'm terrified of the the thing, but. I feel like I should do a cheesy one-liner and cheer him up. Yeah, all right. You probably should correct him from calling her a thing. I've been trying to do the gender mm-hmm. as a hint, hint, <laughs> but I guess it's not working. So, Renault, she is a sentient species. I know this is new for you, but please show respect to our new crew member. Yes, ma'am. I'm I'm dreadfully sorry about that. It- I thought I was acclimating to this whole situation very well, but it appears I had still have some some things I was not prepared for, and I've I've been enough a mess of it. I'm I'm sorry. I would I would really like to meet our new crew member. <laughs> we'll work on it. So now we're leaving the bridge. Come on. Uh, all right. There's no really there's no outward sign that he's. <laughs> I know, but I'll fully expect him to be not locked in the bridge now. Mm-hmm. As I'm walking uh, through the ship back, I'll make small talk with him just to make sure he's with me still. So how's, how's the turret? Are they still doing the calibration? Blah, blah, blah. Walking down the hall. He gives you the status update on the ship's systems. He also goes for about a one or two minute like tangent about the game he's been playing. <laughs> uh, but then as he gets in the hold, he sort of is like, so then the there's a Lashunta with a, a vibro axe and he... And then the, the like the comms are kind of following you as you go, and then they cut off suddenly as you walk into the hold. Did he happen to tell me the name of the game that he's been playing? Blood Feast 6. So I'll walk into the cargo bay and say, Pritka, have you ever played Blood whatever? Feast what 6. Blood Feast 6? I played the... Jesus, I played the hell out of Blood Feast 5, but I haven't picked up the new one yet. Or not. Have you played the the one previous? And, and no, ma'am, I... I've only played this six. Well, if the other versions are any indication, I mean, I've played five. I should be old hat at six. It, it would be no problem. Would you like to play a game or two? He says, oh, yes, I think that should be fine. <laughs> Aww. And now they're friends. <laughs> Connecting through gaming. <laughs> the bridge computers are the ones that have been loaded with it, so she makes her way over there kind of squeezing through a couple doors here and there, and they proceed to play games for a little while. Now, is Kritka going to be an issue on the ship because she is so large? I was thinking that too. Like, if the crew quarters are not built for her, the rest of the ship probably isn't either. It's a little bit of a challenge for her to navigate through some of the areas. Through doors, she has to take the squeeze action mechanically. Uh, She can move through, it just kind of slows her down to do so. Mm -hmm. So in, like, a ship crisis, it might be challenging for her with the current design of your ship that being said it's not like there's any areas she can't access completely it's just not particularly comfortable for her now i feel bad (laughs) it's not ada compliant well i forget what was her like specialty again no she's she's gonna be like the first mate yeah on the ship so yeah she was groomed for the science officer yeah she was groomed for command mechanically what i was gonna let her do is make captain actions Mm -hmm. but with a deficit Okay. So you can have her issue 
like boosts and orders and things like that. Essentially, she'd be run mechanically by Noemi or by by Jess, mm-hmm. but she would have her own modifiers for insulting the opponent or bolstering your morale and things okay. like that to give bonuses. Okay. Uh, she could also man a gun turret or what have you, but command is what she's been trained for. Okay. I was trying to think if she needed to like move around the ship when we were in combat or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. might be difficult, but it sounds like she might be like bridge type person. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as long as she's comfortable on the bridge, and I mean, because yeah, I don't want to leave her on the station. Sorry. Yeah, the other alternative would have been like I could try to install a console or something down in the hold where she's at. Yeah, that would certainly be an option to okay. sort of retrofit uh, a secondary. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, where maybe she's not like having to squeeze down the stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. I having, guess I'll... considering how tall all of us are, trying to fit on airplanes and things that are not designed for your size, yeah, it kind of sucks. So I wouldn't be opposed to making her more comfortable. Yeah. So I'll I guess turn to Cricket and hey, you know, propose the idea like, hey, uh, you know, I. Don't mean to be rude or anything, but, like, obviously we're not, like, on the same scale or whatever. So, like, you know, I can put a console or something down here if it makes you more comfortable. Oh, I don't want to impose. I mean, I can squeeze onto the bridge. Just kind of getting to and from it's a little bit tricky. (laughs) All right. Well, it's up to you. Options open. All right. I'll I'll think about it. We let her and Renault connect uh, for some time so that they... And then we we can be BSing on the side and then... I think at some point we need to uh, ask Kritka how she feels about uh, working for the Downside Kings. We need to tell Renault too, kind so... Float that little idea yeah. across. As you're having this discussion, the floor of the hangar rocks beneath you and the ship shudders. The construction crew are thrown from their feet in some cases or grab onto the machinery for support. Moments later, there's a booming noise that echoes down the corridor and then... Warning klaxons and red emergency lights flare up throughout the hangar bay. And that's where we'll end for tonight. Wow. Okay. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Die by the Dice podcast. As always, we'd love to hear back from you. So you can follow us on Twitter at Die by the Dice. Or if you have something a little bit longer form, please email us, diebythedice at gmail.com. You can still find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn. Oh, yeah, it is Stitcher. <laughs> <SoundCloud, laughs> Wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> Please recommend us to a friend or leave a review for us. It helps get the word out about the podcast. We've been getting some great feedback and listenership. So thank you for helping us grow. And we'll see you next week.